Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festivities festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief, Ryan Satin. Here with my co-host, Jamie Iovine. Hey, everybody. And back with us once again, Jay Washington. Hey, everybody. I yeah. just felt like I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's, yeah, my, it's you know, my morning greeting, <laughs> even though it's 5 o'clock. It's tough, dude. I try and get Eli in here, but he just... He may have moved on from I know. <laughs> <laughs> Like... <laughs> He, he he's funny, you know. I lo- he's my Eli. I told him like, don't worry about it, because it's like Eli did so much for the site, you know. Yeah, so much. he's graduated. He's he's graduated <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Where I'm like, 
if you can't come, I totally understand. Like, it's okay. He's very busy with his job and stuff these days now. And so uh, I'm very thankful to be at Jay uh, covering when he when uh, we need someone to step in here. Because now Kevin was sick, too. So um, Yeah, I heard. Like, that... Mm. Yeah, he seems sick. I was, he seemed, well, I just was. I was like, well, yeah, I he's gonna... complaining about it enough. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> yeah, be a man if you gonna be sick. Just take that shit. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> take that shit. Yeah, but I was Mark like, feels... I got to do tonight till tonight. I got to go. Work yeah, you got, you got, you got to keep yourself awake anyways until you got to start bouncing. So, man, he's on IG. He's like, my feet hurt. I have a cold. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> He's got his feet in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My body. Ow. Well, speaking of out of action, uh, there was big news today that we dropped on the site. Uh, first to report that Samojo is once again injured. Mm. Not um, even in the ring. And this is a, <sighs> such a huge bummer, man. Like, when you look back on it, I almost honestly, I'd almost forgotten to a certain degree how much bad luck he has around WrestleMania season. That's yeah. a, oh my god, he's yes, only he he's only performed at one, one WrestleMania. And that meant it was 60 seconds. It was six, I was just going to yeah. say that. He's only wrestled once at WrestleMania. He, and and that's from 4 years of being like on the roster yeah. able to wrestle, you know, like in the in the world of WWE, God. Know? Yeah, so that it's sucks. huge 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 bummer obviously. So he's uh, do what's the extent of the injury? So okay, so basically from what I was told, uh they were doing a commercial, I believe it was for NBC to okay. promote Raw because you know now that SmackDown has all these commercials for Fox and stuff, I think they were trying USA to do one for USA wants yeah. one as well. So they were doing like an NBC Universal uh shoot to promote Raw. Um I don't know all the details. All I really know is that there were stunts that were being done on the show, you know, in the commercial. And that he he was going through a table in a spot, and it was a bad table break. It didn't go as planned. And at some point, he hit his head. I don't know if he hit his head on the table, and then it broke bad, or if he the table broke bad, and then he hit his head on the ground or on something else. I'm not sure. But from what I heard, he suffered a head injury while going through this table. Oh, that's no good. And it was a day after he had come back on Raw. I mean, because from, from, from for those of you all probably recall, you know, he had the thumb injury yeah. that he was out of action for a few months with. The desk. They put him on the desk. Then they then everyone loved him on the desk. It kind of almost gave him a new life on Raw because everyone was like, God, where is this guy? Why haven't we seen this guy yeah. with all this this charisma here? Because uh, we all know he's got it. And then immediately thrust into one of the main event programs with, with Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and the Seth Rollins' disciples and all that kind of Fancy stuff. Fancy new haircut. Fancy new haircut. People are loving it. I mean, well, people are loving that Joe is involved. I don't know if people are loving, we'll get into that. I don't know if people are loving all of this Seth Rollins oh, I thought you meant, disciples. I thought you meant they're yeah. loving his haircut. They, are, they, <laughs> love, the haircut. they love the haircut. They love much more than... The, I, the Monday Night Messiah in his man bun. All right. Let's, <laughs> I'm uh, well, I, I think it's... I, it, I at least like his new. I liked his new hair because it at least explained what he was growing it out for that other time, mm. for a while. Like you were wondering where he was going when he was growing his hair out. Um, but you know, so he comes back, and then a few weeks ago on Raw, he does that outside dive during a match. Clearly hits his head going down. Um, is suffers a concussion. Is out of action for a, like I think it was like two weeks. I want to mm-hmm. say or something like that. They bring him back on Monday. I think he did a few live event matches before that, and then the next day he gets injured. Not even in a WWE ring, technically. It was on this commercial. I mean... So how long are they saying he's out with his injury? So is it so a like, concussion? I, or? I don't know exactly the full extent of things. Um, I've tried to get an answer. I, I don't know if it's a full concussion or, or if it's worse or not as bad. I just know from what I was told, 
that it's looking like he'll be out of action a considerable amount of time. Now, obviously, the so reason they split, they split his head open because that's the only thing it sounds like. Like it split him open, like for a series amount for a long period of time. It's not just like ow. Yeah, it's like not a, a scraping a cut. It's no, something serious. It definitely sounds like he ro- got rocked. Like he got rocked in the head, from what I hear. Like, and so to me, um, you know. We've seen in the past, when, especially if someone has back-to-back head injuries like that, like they're, they're going to be, gonna be yeah. so cautious. They're yeah. going to be they'll Nowinski you in a minute now. Yeah, they'll be over cautious with the situation. You'd think, and 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 what WrestleMania is about six weeks away or something like that. Mm-hmm. Be hard, be, I, I find it hard to believe that he's going to be like back in a main, you know, in, yeah, a, in a WrestleMania like program. My head up, like he's all, he probably it's not even him at this point. At that point, yeah, no, it's the medical team. Yeah, be like no, but he'll try to do what he can. That's the crazy thing about guys when they finally get to the main roster. Guys who've been on the indies for years, it's like as soon as you get to the main roster, their injuries become crazy. Suck yeah. when that happens. Injuries. You know what I'm saying? Because all of a sudden, you know, we know guys battle through injuries, but as soon as they get on that main roster, you hear, "Oh, such such is hurt again. They're hurt again. They're pl- going through injuries." You're like, "Damn!" I get the schedule is more strenuous, but you would think they take it lighter on house shows. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what you're supposed to take it easy. Yeah, and, and honestly, you know, the Joe injuries, because he had some earlier in his WWE run, too, that, that kept him away from WrestleMania, like we had talked about. Um, I think it was like a foot or a leg thing or something like that. But and he really, broke his arm for a little bit, too. Yeah, and he yeah. had the arm thing. Was, yeah. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, what's weird is like a lot of his injuries don't even seem to be nagging indie, like, Injuries, like no, you know, like no muscle tears. Yeah, they're they not things like that. On the, they come from being on the roster now. Yeah, they come from working on the roster. Because yeah, we heard like when Sami Zayn had to take time out. Those were he's been having this for a long. Yeah, time. Yeah, like the double rotator cuffs. Yeah, like, even Kevin, same with and Ruby Riot. Yeah, Kevin Owens. These are long nagging injuries. We knew about these, but what Joe has just been like, what is happening? What's the difference now? It just seems like bad luck. Yeah, because see, because supposedly when you're on the main roster. Your matches are technically easier, mm-hmm. you know, because the TV matches are easy. Well, they they're just, all programmed from yeah. beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Right. They're all programmed. So it's like. And you've done them on the house show shows numerous times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The only time it's really extensive when it's WrestleMania. Yes. Because you're really going balls to the wall. And it's they like, even rehearse some of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had the whole hotel about to uh, get the ballrooms out. They put mm-hmm. two rings up mm-hmm. for everybody just to work this shit out. Ronda Rousey was there like 12 hours a day <laughs> for WrestleMania Triple Threat. But it's it's weird to hear that Joe gets on the main roster. And like you said, it's not these nagging, long-standing injuries. It's just a new one after a new one after a new one after a new one. Uh, you know, the main thing I think that people worry about is like, is you know, will this be the end of Samoa Joe type thing? Because imagine if his career were to end. On that note. On that note. A commercial. Not even something that was happening where he got to go out on a, on a, on a big note. He, got, he went out. You know, in a random four-way tag match or whatever. So, um, and now that they may not even use that 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 piece now in the commercial, considering a person got legitimately injured absolutely, in it. Absolutely, absolutely. NBC would be like, "How can we squeeze this?" NBC would be like, "Look, we paid for this time. I understand this." God, and, that, and it looked really cool. It looked really cool. The director's, the director's like, "Listen, I understand." But the footage. But the footage. Uh, you know, I think from what I've heard, though, I don't think this is the end. I don't think like it's going to be something that's going to like end his career. I, th- I I've heard that everyone's hopeful he's going to be back. He's going to mm-hmm. be he's going to be out for a few weeks. Um, you know, and they're playing it safe is all is all I really have it's, heard. For now. Uh, I mean, it's it also speaks to his style as well because he moves he moves through the air for yeah. being a big dude, and it happens when Big E does it, and it happens when he Samoa Joe does it. When those big dudes go through the middle ropes, whether it be Big E's spear, which scares me every Hate it. single every time he does it, Ooh. every single time. Every time, 
And, or even Samoa Joe's like flying forearm, you know, like it's still a big man flying through the middle row. It's still a plot of it. Yes, I, I feel I feel bad because Samoa Joe's outside dive, in my opinion, is probably the best outside dive in wrestling. Like when he does that middle, because it looks like he's a huge man gonna slam down on. Well, you. Well, it's it's also his follow through too because he he, like he literally a, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and, and it just. It, it, I love the way he does it. But when I when I when he got that concussion, it was very clear when he just went down like a like a sack of bricks, dude. Like, like, you don't need to do that. You were anymore. like, you know, you don't really need to do that anymore. Like you're you, you're not in the X division anymore. You no. know, like you. And, and I think that's the thing too. Remember, he did all that with the X division. Yeah, of course, ROH. Like, you know, ROH, we know him for that. But it's like, yo, you don't have to. We know your ass kicking, Joe. Look, they took away the muscle buster from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can still be grounded in what you do. And again, like you said. It is scary, even as a big dude. Because when people, like, you see Braun Strowman try to do shit, you be like, hey! He does a drop kick, and you're, you're like, like, hey! What are you doing? Like, it literally, like, there's always there's that famous gif of Big Show throwing that one time he did, or when he was the giant, and he did a drop kick. And it just looks like it shouldn't happen. Yeah. It just looks like 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 God didn't make you for that. It's weird, you know, because Dominic Dijak- is grabbing up like get your way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what's weird though is for some reason when Dominic Dijakovic does it, it doesn't bother me as much. For some reason, smaller in frame is that what it is? He's, he's definitely not, like, not as big as he's, those but other he's so guys. tall. He's but he's still smaller. Yeah, in true. Frame. True. I guess so that is like, more. <laughs> so, yeah. But that's like Keith Lee doing some shit. You'd be like ah. Everything <laughs> Keith Lee. Like imagine like. I feel bad for any time Keith Lee does. I mean, for any Keith Lee opponent when he decides to to stunt when he does the over the top yeah. like that. It's like somebody got to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> somebody got to be there talking to somebody else. Like, well, you know what? It's been real. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you imagine? Like, I felt so bad for Roderick Strong during his oh, match I know. with Don because he got the living piss kicked out oh. of him that match. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, we'll left some topics here. Uh, we can have so many things I want to tackle. Uh, in this week. Uh, the next thing uh, was another story that kind of broke over the weekend, and that's the fact that Sasha Banks is going to be involved, has been involved in season two of The Mandalorian. I know you two are both big nerds here mm. who love this kind of stuff. Uh, Jamie, you specifically, I know Star Wars is like part of your life. Uh, what do you, what'd you think about this? Um, I'm, uh, but there's not much really to read into. <laughs> it's, kind of similar, it's kind of similar, in my opinion, to when Gina Carano got announced for the first season. You know, like no, we were I, like, well, no, they oh, told cool. you, but they told you Gina Carano was one of the stars. Yeah, of but this. Gina Carano's involvement didn't leak out way before it was supposed to. So, like, it was like, here's the Mandalorian. Gina Carano is going to be part of the well, show. Sasha Banks, they had to because WrestleMania is coming up, and everybody's like, uh, what's she just on the TV? Well, like, you, you know, I think that she already filmed it a minute ago. Okay. Because if they have been, they have, they have well, been it does, filming yeah, it. It drops in October, so yeah. Cause, yeah, because they have been filming it, and I saw some videos after the fact that I didn't see before I started working on the story and, and already published it, but I saw some videos of uh, Sasha when they were in, when WWE was in LA for the Fox premiere, I want to mm. say. Um, she took a bunch of the people from The Mandalorian like out to dinner or something like that, and uh, people were wondering why she was hanging out with, uh, I forget which cast member it was. I want to say it was like... Nick Nolte. No. <laughs> I have spoken. I, the, only one, the only one I remember that she was with was Katie Sackhoff. And Katie Sackhoff is rumored to be part of yeah. the second season. Because mm-hmm. she wasn't part of the first season, but didn't she like voice... Reoccurring character or just a guest spot? Katie or no, Sasha? Sasha. Sasha. I don't know. All I know is that she already filmed scenes for the, for, Listen, for the second season. Listen, same thing like look with Bill Burr. And Gina Carano was only in what, one episode, two episodes? No, she two. Did, she was two, in two, two episodes. Yeah. It's only two? Yeah, she was in that one where she, it's only eight episodes. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's so quick, yeah. Because yeah, she was in that one where she's like the main part of it and then she's the, the main yeah, one of the, the big end, battle yeah. thing or whatever. Um, I, 
I don't know the full involvement, but I think it's awesome. No, you know? great. Yeah. Oh, if you're asking, like, if is it a cool thing? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, she definitely has a look that could really fit well, especially if they keep her hair the same color. Like, it fit well. It, it could fit in the Star Wars. I universe. think that's going to be the biggest thing. Like, do they go ahead and put a wig on her? Some weird looking ass wig. Or is it still the blue hair? I don't know. I mean, you know she she's definitely so ethnic looking because she's uh, she's definitely um, I know she's got to be some sort of combination of ethnic. She's uh, I think she's Puerto Rican or she's the Puerto- it, no no she's isn't she's she black, black and, and and part Asian isn't she? I no, think, uh, I honestly that's don't know. Mia Kim who's black and Korean. Yeah, hold on, look at her Mia Kim who's black and Korean. But I think she's like. I know she's part Hispanic. If I'm not, no, it's German and black. I think it's something. She's something. <laughs> she's half she's, German, courtesy of her dad, and half African American, courtesy of her. That's mother. what it is. She's German and African American. Yeah, which is a combination you never thought you'd hear. No, ever. No, but ever. it's. I mean, I'm all for people, and you know, Sasha's definitely got charisma. I've never seen her act before, so that's going to be interesting. Well, uh, you, you know, people will say, "Well, look at what she does to WWE." Because if you know her real personality, she's a nerd and very shy. Yes. Yes, she's very reserved. Yeah, she's so, not super approachable. Right, she's not a, and she's not approachable at all, <laughs> <laughs> at all. But so her Sasha Banks, the boss personality, is one thing. Now, if they're going to translate that or just try to give her something else, because again, she may be trying to look her way to go transition out of the business. A lot of people are doing that. They're using the WWE as a stepping stone. Like, listen, I can do this, but. The Rock's making all his money. And not getting hurt. It would also be so funny if if Sasha has to leave WWE to go do outside efforts for her to convince the people in WWE that they should have been doing stuff with her the whole time. So then she becomes a part-time performer. I don't know know if she's ever going to leave the company, though. I think she, I mean, from what I understand, she likes wrestling too much. From from what I understand. I meant more of like a... She's a life a of And I don't want to compare her to the Bell Twins, but like in a Bell Twins type way where you go outside, you you prove your worth. Yeah. Like, hey, there's interest in me outside. Like, look at these things. Like, I, I want to be doing it inside, well, but Cena you won't was, let me. When they they forced Cena down everybody's throat, I will always say that. They forced him down everybody's throat. After a while, people got used to him. Then they pulled him off TV because Cena started doing these movies, and they were like, what movie is he doing? Hey, can you come back real quick? We need to push this program. <laughs> yeah, people miss Cena they right now. They miss Cena. I miss Cena. Well, he's coming back for WrestleMania, but yeah. it's like they miss him now. Yeah. And so that's going to be the, the thing with Sasha Banks. When she's gone, it's even now. You miss her on TV. You're like, there's something missing from this. And you look around and you're like, Sasha Banks. So we'll see how that plays. The real, the, the, tr- the true champ- women's champion of SmackDown. Because so, I'm sorry. Bailey is not doing it for you? Everything in name. That's it. Bailey is champion in everything in in nothing but name. Yeah. That's it. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, she's not carrying herself like a champion. She doesn't, like, she's always, like, whenever there's a promo with Sasha and Bailey, Sasha's in the front. Bailey's got the belt. Oh, yeah. Like, like what? It doesn't but make sense. They s- might be doing that on purpose to play into a future it just, thing. But it's literally, she doesn't speak. I agree. No, I agree. Her, so far, her full, her heel character has been a little less than... It's a haircut and one segment of her chopping down the uh, the inflatable people. Yeah. And new gear. That's it. Yeah. That's new, it. new gear and music. That's, That's it. it. Jamie, you being a Star Wars guy, I saw. Th- I only saw one real rumored idea from Star Wars slash wrestling fans. Uh, Based off of what? Well, I'll tell you. That's what I, The only thing I saw was that there was obviously no factual basis whatsoever, but I guess there's a character called Sabine Wren. Does that sound familiar? This girl? Oh, she's from Clone Wars. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I, yeah. Because you watch that, don't you? Yeah, uh, she's um, she's a, the, she's another Mandalorian. Because the other yeah. thing says that she's a Mandalorian with colorful hair, basically. 
And so that seems to be one of the things I saw people talking about on be. the internet. Because she has, like, be. blue hair like Sasha It Banks wouldn't be the first time, like, Saw Guerrero started off in Clone yes, Wars. Yes, he did. It became a part of Rogue One. Are we not friends? The greatest character in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line. Uh, all right, lastly on the news topics before we switch to Raw and SmackDown, AEW, NXT. Uh, quickly, I want to know... Um, there was a report out this week, and WWE confirmed it, that Tito Ortiz did a guest training. Or did, not, I'm sorry. Hooray. He trained at the <laughs> WWE PC as a guest, not a guest trainer. Um, and that's actually why I wanted to bring it up. I, I'll just start it off here. I can honestly say I have zero interest in seeing Tito Ortiz in WWE. I feel like... I I had all the interest in Tito Ortiz when he did stuff with Impact, and it was always such a letdown, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it always kind of felt like well, there's that fam- <laughs> this is that famous video, the August one warning, yeah, and nothing happens, nothing, <laughs> crickets, you know. <laughs> and I feel like you know you've already got Kane Velasquez. I don't think. Do you that- think this is another Saudi play? I. That's my only. I, yeah. That's my only thing. Is, yes, that, I definitely. That's think the so. only reason I think it is. He's gonna. He's gonna. Like, it's gonna be like in ten years. He's gonna get like Gilbert Gottfried versus like <laughs> like, like Rampage Jackson. Like <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. Can all? I be honest with you? I would watch the shit out of Gilbert Gottfried versus Rampage I'm Jackson. Just saying, he's literally. I would pay sixty dollars to watch that on. He's pay-per-view. literally just like making. Wrestling Super Smash Brothers. He really that's, is. That's the best fucking analogy I've ever he heard. Is. That is exactly what he is doing. Like, he's just like, oh, I'm going to take everybody from every sport. Well, because what it does is it keeps him from having to utilize everybody on his roster. If I get a couple of big names who are big elsewhere, here go to his Saudi show Well, real quick. and it also helps in terms of, like, when you look at it. Like, you know, literally just before we started recording this, I was reading an article about how because of Super Showdown, there's, like, only one Raw in between the next two pay-per-views. Like, there's there's Super Showdown, and then there's Raw, and then there's Elimination Chamber. So it's like, it's it was talking about how there's just, like, too much. And so if you have these, like, part-time random people that you can just kind of, like, throw in there that appeases the guy who's giving you billions of dollars. Yes! I say just fucking do yes, it. I mean, listen. And they don't even, they kind of almost, like, to a certain degree, like, the Super Showdown stuff kind of goes away until they come back up again. Listen, They're like, oh, we'll talk listen, about the trophies. Listen, They're holding for WWE a few weeks. blood money. Every time they do this show, because I feel like I'm calling that pay-per-view blood money every time, um, that's all it is. You got to have these old-school marquee names, which is why we're getting fucking Goldberg. You know what I'm saying? Because dude wants all these legends that he don't know if is alive or dead. He's just throwing names out. Yeah. He's going to be like, give me Hogan and Flair. He's making Mansoor his new Undertaker. Right. Man- he's got a streak. <laughs> Man, sure cannot lose in Saudi Arabia. No, he hasn't no. lost yet. He's got. He's and he's. Of course, he's not going to lose. He won. Literally, that. they use him in the ring whenever he's in Saudi Arabia. They don't use him they, on NXT at, at all. They had at him all. on the pre-show talking. I was shocked. Like, I was like, I was like, the Super Showdown is coming up. Why the fuck else do you think they use him? I, I didn't even. I didn't even think of it. it totally was to promote Super <laughs> Showdown. That's why they had him there. I don't give a fuck about men. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. It is the only reason they could literally give a shit about. And that. I like. I, I actually think he's pretty entertaining when I yeah, watch him wrestle. Yeah, but the WWE don't give a. Fuck. No, they're like that's our guy for Super Showdown. He's like, if we have a guy, deal, we'll call Jinder Mahal for some reason. Like, you know, these are certain people you know what they're the WWE is utilizing them for. I love that Mustafa Ali's just like. You know what? I, <laughs> like, say, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I get why they probably had went to a deal to do it, and he probably didn't want to, because if you notice, every time he does that he show, donates he donates the money. He donates that money. He makes, and makes a of, point of it. Makes a point to let it be known. He really is not behind it. 
Yeah. You know, he's only about the, okay, I get to make a bunch of money, goes to this charity. That's how he does it. So I get, I guarantee you they were like, hey, can we use you to promote this? And he was like, no. Fuck no. Yeah, totally. No. 100%. I couldn't he's very, he, he was. He's very much that kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, when I say it, it's not so much. When I say, like, uh, Mustafa Ali, not in the sense of the, uh, like, they need a, a guy to represent the Saudi Arabia people. More so that it was, like, because uh, I think what. Uh, he's uh, a bigger star than Mansoor. Well, very much so. Very Mansour's much so. from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yes. And Ali is not. He's, he's not. not Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no. And I know that. But I'm saying, I think what Saudi Arabia is also, I mean, what Saudi Arabia is at least trying to do with all the the new propaganda about saying, hey, come here. We don't kill people as much. Yeah. And uh, is that, is trying to also, which is what the West has done since 9-11, is Villain, make a villains out of Muslim people, mm-hmm. and you know Mustafa Ali is very Muslim. So I thought that that's that was my yeah yeah no I I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but but I think the reason they do with Mansoor is is strictly because he's from there yeah and I you know from from what I've put together like from what I've heard he is like very in support of these shows like he is like this like as someone from there he's like I know what it's like I want my people to be able to have something like this that we don't normally get to have, you know? And so I, I, I get why he's such a big component he in it as well. He could be the GM of Saudi Arabia NXT. <laughs> yeah, he will be the GM. No, he's going to be the champion. About it. He's going to be the champion of that one. He'll, he'll, he'll be the champion of NXT. He's going to be Triple H. He's going to be Triple H of NXT Saudi Arabia. Let's let's move over to Raw. Let's talk about this Matt Hardy angle. Um I thought this was fantastic. They the stuff, killed the fuck out of that. Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I tweeted about it. I'm like, why am I laughing so hard? Because and the, the worst part, not the worst slash best part of it, the most entertaining part of it is like, they literally were just like, oh, everyone really liked when we did that to Matt last week. Let's just do it for 15 minutes now. You know, it's just like, let's just <laughs> fucking that, destroy that him. Go, I'm sorry. <laughs> he smashed this shit out. It was just like. But I, I love Matt Hardy's show. It's like it's supposed to be a no holds barred match that they booked it for, and he shows up in a neck brace, like let's go, like <laughs> yeah, in a leather jacket on. Like he didn't put his gear on. Like, he was like the trainers in the back told him no, but Matt Hardy was like, look, I got on my outside clothes. So still gonna do this shit. Everybody's like, the fuck is wrong with Matt? You just knew it was gonna go. It did but, feel like someone. It felt like enough voices probably said to Vince or Heyman or whoever of like, this kind of buries Edge a little bit. If we just do a no hold barred match with Matt a week after he had the same thing done that we've had Edge out yeah. of action for weeks over, and I get it, Edge is you know coming back from this long neck injury or whatever, but we're to believe that he's fine now, so it's not supposed to have the, like Edge to come back with a fully dyed beard and goatee. He gonna be bigger than he ever fucking was because Edge ain't got to worry about the wellness policy. He <laughs> <laughs> don't have to worry about that shit. He gonna come back. We part timers don't have to worry about that. Interesting. Okay, so Ryback, let me holler at you. For a second. <laughs> no, I'm don't just, throw Ryback into that. This bullshit. He is. You sh- you'd be shocked. He's never touched a stair. I know. Well, I know. he did. I think he said he's done it. Briefly in his past, yeah, he's he got like, busted one time. But he's very yeah, he anti-steroid. Yeah, when he was he like is. back in the that was in the OBW days, right? No, he no, busted. he got like on the main like, roster with Rey Mysterio too. Yeah, he was on the main roster, violated the wellness. I'm pretty like almost positive it was a group of people, and he was one of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. But nonetheless, so you I don't know, think he was. You have, I don't think he was part of that group. Why don't you was, just I am Google Edge am. violates wellness policy? I'm, nothing comes up when I search Ryback violates wellness. Ryback. 
Why are you looking at Ryback? I said oh, Edge. Oh, Edge. Edge definitely was part of that. Oh, yeah. Edge definitely caught the... I yeah. thought you said Ryback. You I said Ryback. Ryback. Oh, I was talking about and Edge. And then you said that he was part of that, so I thought you were... Oh, no, 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 Edge was part of it before, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I bullshit about Ryback, but nonetheless, it's like Edge will come back way jacked. All of a sudden, you'll be like, oh, my God, is that what a steel chair to the head does? Get you super jacked? Yeah. I mean, I, but what really did it for me in terms of just, like you said, it, like it was it's insanity, was usually with a concerto... It's one and done. <laughs> then he like, went back to it. No, he did a few. Well, I know. Wait, the second time, was I also liked, like, sometimes there's things in wrestling that make no sense, but it looks cool, so you're like, whatever. Like, when he, when he had Matt on the steps, and then he stacked the other step next to it to get a higher angle, you're like, wait, but that makes it. So you're not going to hit him as much. Like, you're helping him when you do that. That's the key, right? I know, I know. <laughs> That's the but key to kill him. But when I was watching, I was like, well, does it make any sense? But this yeah, is still great. If like, he's a little higher off the ground, that's that makes less of it. That's going to be curved yeah, down. So. Like, but then when he did the second one, he, didn't, he was just walk flash up, to the, flash up to the steps and just like, what? <laughs> and you know the ref was like, Matt, you still okay under there? Matt's brother. <laughs> 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 like you would, not, I would not trust anybody but either Edge or Randy Orton to do that to me. Like yeah, I, I wouldn't trust anyone to do I that trust to me. Anybody, because <laughs> you can't. Here's the thing: you can't run through that. No, Girl, like I was on the way here. I was listening to Sean Spears on Chris Van Vliet's podcast, and he was talking about the whole chair thing with Cody that happened back when they had their match, um, or before the match when they were hyping or whatever. And, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, it was a gimmick chair, but it was still a steel chair in most parts of the chair, and like." You know, we had a backup one just in case we lost the gimmicked one. But, like, at the end of the day, it was still a steel chair. You saw what it did to him. Like, it messed him up. Like, you can't, like, it's, it's going to hurt still regardless. Well, also, what I was thinking about, what was alarming me so much was it's metal on metal on metal. Kind of the ringing in his oh, ears. Oh, his ear. First of all, also, here's another question. They couldn't send nobody from the back to help this nobody. motherfucker? Nobody. Nobody. Not even a train when the motherfucker's doing it 24-7. They you couldn't send nobody. Vince is standing there at the locker room door like, this guy's going to AEW. Don't you think about it. Don't you know? You, not, not a son of a bitch back here run out. Said, and this fucker goes through this curtain. Like, he couldn't send no medical team. There was no medical team. No reps. There was no rep. There was no security. There was nobody. It was one ref, the ref that was supposed to be out there for the match. Nobody came. Out there was like, hey, Randy, you might want to stop killing this motherfucker. Like, no, no, I know, I loved it, and also I just, you know, I, there are times when Randy Orton is not booked as well, in my opinion, because it's just like they've done so much of them, and I felt like he is like right now he is working at the top of his game, like he is. He's well, just on all cylinders. I was like, this is something that he's passionate about. He likes this, the creative. Mm. He can he can do what he does best. And honestly, he's one of the most captivating people in WWE at the moment. I mean, barring we haven't seen Edge in a one-on-one match yet and since he's come back, if I mean, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And I'm not saying he can't still do it. I mean, he probably still can. You know, it's uh, it probably just takes a few more rolling around and gets to get his feet back. But... I, I think if everything is going the way it is, this main this media match is going to be one of the best, in my opinion. Like, oh yeah, like if the build alone. Is oh yeah, great. and but, honestly, Randy can do all the work, do the work, and he honestly he's killing Edge it. Edge so just far. has to do a comeback, and then you get Christian in for one segment. You get Jeff Hardy coming back uh, at a certain point. He just you takes can, everybody. Yeah, and you can just keep doing these things until Edge finally comes back to like you know to to get the revenge. The for everybody. question becomes, and Jamie, you just brought up a good point. Edge hasn't had a match. On TV, mm-hmm. 
And if we talk about it with NXT, Mauro Ronaldo brought it up with the Dream, Velveteen Dream. Now, granted, these are two different scenarios. It has been gone for nine years. Yes. You can bump around and train in the performance center and everywhere all you want until you in front of a crowd on TV. You know, granted, WrestleMania, there's no breaks in the matches. Nope. So now you got to keep going. So that's the thing we got to see. We got to see something with Edge because if not, we all gonna be sitting there like this. Ooh, we well, also that's why it's gonna be a hardcore match. I guarantee it. It's also his nerves as well because you you could tell he was a little well even on the uh, the day, was it a day of or whatever for the Rumble he was legitimately shook before oh, yeah. he walked out there. Yeah. Now his first like it's a featured match at WrestleMania. It's your first match back in eight years. That's that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure for any. I don't care who you are. That's a lot of pressure for anybody. Absolutely. Um, moving. On a little bit here, uh, we I, I I feel like uh, I'm wondering if you guys agree with me here. Um, I, one of the things I'm liking with Drew McIntyre right now is for the past few years in WWE, it's felt like there's been this like this divide between what WWE wants and what the fans want, and and if the fans get any inkling of this is what the management wants. Then they immediately are against pivot. it. Yeah. They're, they're immediately yeah. against it, and I like that we're at this point right now with Drew McIntyre, where we're not getting that. I think that for once in in a few years, similar it was with, same with Kofi too. But even with Kofi, there were all these like valleys and things they put Kofi through because the management felt like they too weren't sure if he was main event material yeah. yet. Um, to me, with Drew McIntyre, it feels like for the first time in a while, everybody's on the same page. Management thinks Drew McIntyre is ready to be the guy. Fans think Drew McIntyre is ready to be the guy, and they're all just getting behind him. And 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 even something as silly as like his count is like, he's got a name now. Yeah. You're, you're not liking it. I was gonna wait for you to be done. I don't like this incarnation of Drew McIntyre. Really? Mm-mm. They've been building the way they've been building it for like the past six months too, because you've been seeing it slowly but surely. Yeah. When he first came back with Dolph Ziggler, it was like okay, but then they split off. Well, I don't like that he was with Dolph at all. I didn't either. Yeah, I, I thought that, that was a, a waste. It was no, such but a I meant since Rumble, I felt like you don't like you don't like what they're doing. I like buddy, I don't like buddy guy Drew. I don't like buddy. It's hey. like, hey guys, I, I'm gonna kick you in the face real quick. I will say the the, the this segment with with the counting, I hate. I, well, the I counting, hate I'm the fine counting. with it. The counting, I'm fine with it. The, the, uh, it's whatever. I, because I, it's not even cl- creative. It's not creative. Well, listen, wait, also, <laughs> and I didn't like that it got a name He's now, pretty too. much going, here it comes. <laughs> like this, the end well, it's just, <laughs> you know, well, we love HBK fucking stomping the ground. Crazy, another way it, to make, call. it makes sense because he's going to do it with his foot. <laughs> <laughs> No, that one you're totally well, no, alerting. Your I wasn't saying like you're gonna like you're giving it away. I'm like, just saying I think no, no, it's just I like how silly would it be like if Goldberg right before a spear, like, oh boy, like Godfather, like well, like no, the whole train. It's a way for them to call the spot without calling it. You see what I'm saying? Like every time Roman Reigns goes, ooh, you know he's gonna go for the spear. Now if you know if you're jumping over wherever, you know that's coming. But if you're edge, all you gotta do is just do the like the like the like the thing, and that's and that's, that's the same thing. But no, that's why Orton, it's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like Orton when he hits the ground, he starts punching. Him I'm back. not saying don't do it. I'm saying find <laughs> something better than counting to three. <laughs> he actually counts backwards to one. Oh, so it's 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 just the actual physics. <laughs> that that, that of act one is dumb three. to me. This I love when Sean does the stepping. Cut as a clip right here. So you love the step. You love the pounding on the mat. Yes, I love Orton doing that. Yes, I love all that. You you just don't like physically one. You feel like it's lazy a countdown. It's so lazy to me. It's literally like, okay, watch out. 
I will say, I, I, the countdown thing's fine with me. I like. I, I did laugh a little bit when they named it. I would it, love it. They, what, it, like, what it's called they called it like the Claymore Countdown now or something like no. that. And I was like, I didn't know. I, that's how you get a Fandango situation where you're like, let's Fandango. It's Fandangoing. It's you know? the least creative. Ch- like, it's like everybody count with me. It's. It's and got gu- people behind him to problem. a certain degree. I guarantee you, that's not WWE management. That's Drew. Drew oh, he's doing it. From what I've heard, Drew was doing it on the live events. People were into it, and he just started doing it on the shows. And it's they, working, and it got over. clearly. But I just... <laughs> but I just... You're like me all day today, where I was like, you fucking inspired me. I was texting Jamie, and I'm like, man, why is everyone ca- singing along okay. to Chris Jericho's I, theme song? Did you see, then, there's an article about Shinsuke's, why they changed his music because of that. Yes. And I agree, fucking agree with you about the singing along with Jericho's, but that's something we'll talk about we'll later. Talk, we'll get that in a minute, but, but Jamie is the one who I was texting. I was, like, I was watching Dynamite. I was re-watching Dynamite, and I texted our group chat of like, why is he always like, you know, like, why is everyone singing along now? And Jamie said something like, you should you should tweet about it or something along those lines. And I just took him, uh, yeah, you know what, I should tweet about it. I, I tweeted about it jokingly. I definitely didn't say it, do it like, joke, like, serious, like, you should tweet that. I was more, I, I didn't tweet, like, actually. Joke. I was joking. I 500 replies of angry people like, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. Um, but, yeah, I, the, the, what I will say, though, the, in that segment, I did laugh at the point. Everyone point with me to the sign. I just and then nobody so much, pointed to the sign. He's with so him. much cooler to me when he's the killer, where he's the, the where he's the Scottish psychopath. But I think some, we wanted to see some level of personality because we haven't look. We haven't seen that really with him. We know he's serious. He's business. But you want to see? Can he lighten up just a little? And that's what this is, right? Like. Now, because Brock doesn't need to do it because Brock's never going to be a face. Brock's never going to be a face. He has to be this for sure. We know you're the face going in, into Mania. You have to be this for sure. I'm way better than Brock Lesnar, everybody. And that's what I get it. I, I, I get can it see too. how you see that. No, and I totally get Jamie's point on this one to- 100%. Like, I get what he's saying fully. I miss Drew and he would be like, I'm Drew McIntyre. Like, and, <laughs> and he would yell every promo. And I miss that. I don't know. He was just scary to me. Like when he would march out like this. You know what's the best part now? I got merch. Give me a t shirt. He's so happy to made him a fucking t shirt. First of all, Drew McIntyre clearly has never had a t shirt. He came out of the room and was like, I got a shirt. I think he was doing that to show that he was mocking Brock on the shirt. No, I think he was happy he got a fucking shirt. He's like, you can buy this. He's about to do a whole bunch of www.shopzone.com. He's going to be up there with the street profits and shit. <laughs> I do kind of like that shirt. You go buy it. Go buy it. Go buy it. I just want him to pull a full Kevin McAllister right before he does it. Here it comes. Don't get scared now. <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to tip and murder people. No, yeah. just like, I, 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 remember when he has, like a, when he has the gun around the ring? Yeah. The very first time. Don't get scared, scared now. <laughs> um, I also, you know, this week on Raw, I, I like that they, I thought it was funny that they had uh, Shayna cuss at, at Becky, uh, saying she was going to tear the living shit out of her. Um, That's what this, it's not become the war of the Monday, the Wednesday night war. It's the battle of the shits. Because who can say shit the whole time? <laughs> Wait, but the angry father that tweeted Shayna was like, I wish you guys would let me know you were going to see shit. I was watching it with my children. <laughs> she basically hit him with the, I don't give a shit about <laughs> your kids, about your kid. Loved it. So, she, so, she quote tweeted and responded? Well, she replied. No, she didn't quote tweet. She replied. And she wrote this long-winded thing. But basically the gist of it was, I don't give a shit about your kid. Like, like, cause it ended with like, 
You, basically, the gist of it was like, how about you just be a better parent and tell your kid that if someone's yeah. biting someone on the back of the neck and saying shit that they probably shouldn't be like that my person. Like, watching it's not GDM my job kid. to monitor your kids. Like, That's funny. Yeah. But I think the best part is people think, not even just that, people think that they can go on Twitter. I'm angry that you said a word. You got to be a bitter person. And when the first thing is when you see that tweet, because we've all done it, just look at it and go, fuck you. But then you can't respond that because your company is going to be like, oh, what are you doing? So you say it as best as you can. You stretch it out all to say, fuck you and your kid. Like, that's literally what it is. And your kid. <laughs> and your kid. Um, I feel like she should have just responded with the Michael Jordan meme. I mean, or the Brock Lesnar thing, one of the two. No, the Michael Jordan meme where it just says, fuck them kids. Yeah, it's okay. Fuck them kids. But I do think it helped uh, move away from the vampire aspect a little bit and more just like she's a badass who does Which what she I'm wants. glad, which is exact. I thought this is exact because if people were like, oh, are they going to turn her into a vampire? I was like, no, I, I knew this is what it was going to be. We said that last week. We, were we did. We were like, hopefully we not. No, it's all it is is just her being extra aggressive. Yeah. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay, Jay, what did you think about Seth Rollins' sermon? First of all, I don't believe it's Seth Rollins as his heel. Okay. It's not for me personally. It's I know what you're trying to do, but because I've seen all these different variations of Seth Rollins as a heel, this is the worst. You don't and like it? I, don't, I like it, actually. I don't care for, and I don't care for AOP who just stand around, keep looking like, oh, we're supposed to be these big enforcers. But you made this big deal in vignettes on what they were going to do. See, I, that, like, see, here's where I'm at with it. Like, I think the, the template is there, and it's awesome. <sighs> I just think it's just not being booked cool. Okay. Like, I think if they— I'm tired of seeing the Viking Raiders, am, Joe, and Kevin Owens. I'm, I'm tired so over it. I'm so, so— so, so, so over the just talking segment that Kevin Owens interrupts. Then he brings out Viking Raiders and says, well, they're ready for a fight. And then a tag match starts or whatever. Or it's booked for later tonight. I'm so over. It's doing such a disservice to this new heel character. Everyone said, Seth Rollins should turn heel again. They do it, and then they just like... And the, the worst part, they're, they're dedicating time to it. But they're a literally just time. copy and pasting the thing from the week before. I, and just, I, I just really wish they gave it a fucking name. Like it drives, that drives me, me crazy nuts. too. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it drives they're basically me saying nuts. Seth Rollins and his disciples, but that's a stupid. They name don't have too. a stable. They, can nobody come up with a stable name? You notice all it's what because it is. they said the disciple. Not I. Honestly, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like they were like call them disciples, and everyone was like, yeah, but everyone's gonna think of the disciple from WCW, and it was like call them the disciples, and then. Okay, and then it was like everybody was like, "Wait, that sounds just like the mm. WCW wrestler or whatever." And so now they're like trying to not make it <laughs> sound so like Bruce Beefcake, yeah. Ed, Ed Leslie. You mean we're doing a whole Ed Leslie stable? What, like you know? So yeah, I, I, uh, I, the sermon just fell so flat. For I just me. think they need a T-shirt. Like it's Something. so weird. It's so weird to me when I see Buddy Murphy wearing a Seth Rollins no, T-shirt. No, 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 no. Murphy. Yeah, just Murphy. Oh, yeah, he's Murphy now. Just Murphy. Yeah, nobody's buddy. <laughs> he's, no. he's just Murphy. <laughs> and now Murphy's coming out to Rollins' song. Which like, makes no sense to me. Like by himself? Did, I, did he come by himself? It was still, he lost his entrance. So like now it's like he's just little like black. Well, he, because he looks like J and J security, but not. You know, like it's like he has no identity anymore. They like they took his first name. They took his music. He he's kind of standing there in the background yeah, he now. Just, he just makes faces now. Just. And it's not like he's like some imposing figure or whatever. And there are people who are literally listening to this, and people who've been tweeting. Well, he's one half of the tag team champions. 
You act like that's supposed to mean something in this situation. And they only did that because they wanted to put a belt on Seth so they have a reason to keep put, talking to have, yeah, have him on TV. as a main figure. You that's know? the only reason. It's, I did like at the end of the show that it ended with Street Profits being injected to it a little bit, but I worry that it's just going to be the same thing, but just with Street that Profits. That was fair. Though. I was like, okay, but the, are you going to finally give them the belts? The list of the different tag team partners Seth has won the belt with is interesting. Very interesting. Jason Jordan. Braun Strowman. <laughs> Strowman. Oh, Nicholas. Nick, did he win? He didn't win with Nicholas. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking Braun Strowman's name. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he does have a list of people who, like, yeah, Seth Rollins has been tag team champions with some every damn body. Dude, dude, Jay, he, Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins were the tag team champions. So, like, there's another one, too. I have my computer right here. I guess I can just look it up. Yeah, you. I mean, why are you sitting there thinking so hard about it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you sitting here wrecking your brain up. You like my computer is right here. I can. I, know, I get it. people get mad at me yeah. when I do that. Yeah, but I mean, you're, we're talking. And it's no. I tried. What I say to people, uh, he's been he's been six times. Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Jason Jordan, Braun Strowman, Buddy Murphy. Okay, it's not that bad. Two Twice them, with Dean. Yeah, two of them were his label mate. I mean, his label mates. mate, like label, label mates. mates. <laughs> what is he running a record deal? Give it up for Monday Messiah Records. We out here wrecking shop. <laughs> uh, so, also AJ Styles came back to Raw this week, and he basically started the setup for a pop, the, the speculated match between him, him and, and Undertaker. Because I was like, up oh, here, we're about to do it now. But I was like, somebody was like, not this week, and I was like, oh yeah, God, if there's anybody who could pull a great match out of Undertaker, it's going to be it's him. AJ yeah. Styles, it's going to be him. And I think Agreed. Take, and I think Taker knows this. Me too. I think Taker knows this. I think and I honestly think they don't even promote it. I honestly think he keeps doing this whole, like, Taker I'm, just the, shows up. I'm the new Mr. Mania. No one even wanted to wrestle me here. So we do like that gear. So we do like that gear with John Cena, where he comes to the show, buys a fucking ticket, drinking. First of all, nobody talked about this. Cena was drinking beer before they told him to go get ready for his match with The Undertaker. Oh, uh, this motherfucker's drunk. What are you, what That's why he lost. <laughs> I mean, it's Jeff Hardy Sting right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you think it's too? Do you think it's too similar to that yes. to do that again? So then they it, have. Yes. Do you think they'll build it? Yeah, it's too similar. You have to build. All you, right, you but you wait that last because that's a yeah, dude. I, I don't care. Like uh, that's. A, for a wrestling fan, that's a dream match. Right no, no, there. I mean the match. AJ Styles versus Undertaker. Yeah, the ma- the match in itself is beautiful. Let it happen, but you got to build it right, and that's why they're waiting. The Super Showdown happens. So after Super Showdown, then AJ will say, "Well, everybody has their WrestleMania opponents." I've or he makes the appearance at Super Showdown. Taker, Taker. That's entirely possible. That yeah, after he wins well, the trophy, yeah, he, he loves there. going over he there. Wins the trophy that he wins the battle, battle royal. royal. I told you, and he can uh, still do it there. Yeah, he can do it there. Maybe that's what they'll yeah, do. Yeah, Taker loves going to Saudi Arabia. Because he, <laughs> he, he was there to do it. How much like are you going to pay me to fly to Saudi Arabia? I'm on it. Like, oh, oh. Put me on I that flight. For, I don't have to pay for nothing. You mean anything I want to eat, I don't pay? And I just got to have a shitty match? I'm there. Because <laughs> um, he hasn't had one good match at, at Saudi Arabia. Oh, my God. The Brothers of Destruction versus DX. <laughs> No, no, you are you understand that that ruined me. That ruined Shawn Michaels for me. It ruined everybody. Triple H was like, God damn it. I can't even say this. Then he tore his back out top of that. Kane was like, fuck y'all. I'm a mayor. I don't need this. I don't need this. Um, the minute gonna... Shawn took his hat off, I had, oh, had to... <laughs> The worst. Do you have a time constraint here? No. Okay. Um, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breeze through some of these SmackDown things real quick. Bell Twins, they're going to be on SmackDown this week. Um, and it seems like similarly to Undertaker rumors that they're probably going to be there because of these rumors that they're going into the Hall of Fame this year. Um, I love the move. I'm a huge Bella Twins fan, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm pumped about it. I think they deserve to go in. I'm looking forward to it. 
when people broke down to me and I did some research about what the Bella Twins have done, because at first I just look at it on the you know surface level. I'm like, the Bella Twins? But then when you look at it, you're like, oh, the Bella Twins do deserve to go in. Absolutely. Absolutely. They no absolutely question. absolutely deserve to go in. Absolutely. I mean. It's going to be funny, though. They're like, like oh, but like fans are like, oh, they can't work. Like, you don't mean motherfuckers in the Hall of Fame that can't work. And also Man. they can't <laughs> work. Like, it's just, it's just. I'm not saying, I'm just saying yeah, that's yeah. not a good prerequisite. Yeah, it's no, not a good prerequisite. it's not. It's stupid. Um, uh, I, I, I think it's funny, though, that it's going to be WWE Hall of Famer Brie Bella and her husband Daniel Bryan. Like where, she, where she's going to the Hall of Fame before he is, love that. That's Cracks wild. Me up. You know, I think that's that Brie so Bella, funny. like she could be. Like, I'm a WWE Hall of Famer. What, what's that, Daniel? Uh, I believe I'm the only WWE Hall of Famer. You can in this take family. the trash out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hall of Famer, not you, uh, Bertie. Which one are you? Which one of us are you going to listen to? The WWE Hall of Famer or the one who isn't a WWE or, or, or Hall of Famer? The guy who got whipped by the Fiend. <laughs> <laughs> which one are you going to listen to? Uh, I got two rings. <laughs> Wedding ring and, and a Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, then we got Goldberg uh, coming back this week. Oh, should be should yay. be interesting. If it doesn't have, if they don't have the Fiend, Merc him. That would be pissed. so incredible for him if they just if they just have Fiend like like kick out of a spear and a go- and a jackhammer. Well, that's not the match is the Super Showdown. Yeah, but if he comes in and does like his Fiend thing to Goldberg well, in the ring, I would know, love the whole it. thing. The Goldberg is supposed to be. I'm not scared of your tricks. I want to see the most crazy. I want to see Bray Wyatt come up on screen for the Firefly Funhouse. And then all of a sudden the lights go out. Remember, remember when he remember when he cornered um, Seth um, and Seth is just going. Ah! I would love Goldberg that's to do that. Ho- that's what I'm really hoping they'll do. Because otherwise, ah! he's not doing as much from this. What about Goldberg's heart? I don't think he realized. He probably ain't seen that feed mask go close to birth. Ah! That that his heart's fucked up. He going back to forged in fire, knife and death. Like, ah! Spooky! You chickened out last week. I sent you the clip thinking, well, Jay will post this clip that, that he promotes. Tried, no, no. The problem was it didn't come out in the right resolution because I don't okay. have an iPhone. Yeah, I was trying. Trying to repost it because I tried to put it on Instagram. And That's what I wanted. I was like, I'll clip this out for Jay. He wanted to let everyone know that when he I, likes Fortune right, Fire. He was po- real passionate no, no, about when it. When I put it up, it didn't have the sound. So I tried to post the shit out of this. Okay? Fair. I just want to make it be known. I, I still will say it again for this week. God damn it. As a black man, I watch Forged in Fire. Okay? <laughs> yes. Jamie, I watched that. It's a good show. show. It's on good his show. Is that, channel. Isn't that about making swords? Yes, yeah, it is. Right. You're goddamn right. <laughs> it is. Right. Jamie, fucking watch and it. and machetes. Watch it. Watch it with uh, a bunch of hillbillies who really don't like Do they like just like make swords and cut, like, watermelons? Yep. Watermelons, ice blocks, random <laughs> pigs for some reason. They got a bunch of them. <laughs> dummies with full decoys. Yeah, where do they get those? Uh, that's the weirdest. Those like, gel dummies the with, gel like. gel dummies yeah. with the full intestine set, yeah. inside set up. Like, the fuck is wrong with you? Who is making this? Who I'm is- assuming it's, like, a medical thing, right? How, how many do you have to fucking make a day? Because Forged and Fired and ordered seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about NXT. <clears throat> um, NXT at TakeOver this week weekend. Um, I liked the event. I thought that Charlotte... Showing up was cool moment, even though it was pretty expected in my opinion. I thought that it was pretty. It sucked when they found when it started coming out that she was there. I think that was the big. We knew she was. was gonna it, be did it leak that she I was there? Know. I didn't out, see it. Yeah, it kept. It leaked out that she was in Portland. Oh, okay. And yeah, so yeah. once it leaked, it was like, all right, so we know what it is. Yeah, we knew it was going to happen, but I would have rather heard literally like nobody's seen Charlotte anywhere. Like do her like you did CM Punk when he appeared on backstage the first time. Put this motherfucker in the hood, act like she's Michael Jackson in the. No, 80s. they did. 
They did. They, from what I heard, she was in the secret room. Like she was, they they did try to keep it secret to a certain degree. Well, they probably did it when it got to the arena, not when she was in the airport. Yeah, That's they it. didn't. They didn't go full. They didn't go, they full. Didn't go full Ronda Rousey yeah, on it. Yeah, you got to go full with that. But, <laughs> was, yeah, but I think it was so expected that it didn't even matter. Like I, you, you knew it was going to happen. It was pretty obvious that Rhea was going to win and that yeah, she was going. I want to be on Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you hear apparently Rhea's really championing for Bianca to be added to the match. I don't know what I think about that. I don't. I don't think it needs. I mean, it doesn't need to happen. Give her the shot. Give her the shot. It, it, she doesn't have as much invested in it. Okay, so what happens? It was. It, it's going to be what next week or something that Charlotte and Bianca Belair. It's going to happen. They haven't said it yet, but it's yeah. So if Bianca Belair beats Charlotte due to a Rhea Ripley interruption or whatever, then, then does it add a case for her to be added? If she beats Charlotte, yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. If she beats – because, you know, the only way she'll beat her, you know, booking-wise is Charlotte comes on the ramp or do something. Her interest music plays. It distracts Rhea. Wait, wait. If she beats Rhea – if Bianca beats Rhea? No, if B- Bianca beats Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. If Rhea comes up on the ramp. I'm yes, sorry, Rhea. yes. If Rhea's on the ramp or something like that. Which I think they could do. It wouldn't surprise me. But honestly – It doesn't need it. I don't think it needs it. I don't think it needs it. I think that – Bianca will have her time. Bianca will have her time. And I honestly, I feel like the three-way will only, I guess, like, the whole point is, like, this is this unstoppable force in NXT right now, Rhea Ripley, against, you know, top of the mountain in WWE in Charlotte. I just feel like Bianca being there would almost feel like it, it would feel almost like it was forced. It would feel like they did it. To prove a point, like that Bianca deserves what, to be I mean, there. And we all know Bianca it, deserves to be there. But would just, it be good? Absolutely. It would, yeah, they'd have a great match. Yeah. But storyline-wise, I don't know if I... And then people will say, well, do we need another triple threat match? Because oh, there's been a lot of female triple threat matches fem- at WrestleMania. Yeah, fem- female triple threat matches at WrestleMania. So I, for that reason, yes, I get it. I almost want to see Bianca versus Charlotte on TakeOver the night before. But that also doesn't make any sense. Because then if, if Rhea Ripley... Wins you and, use and why does Charlotte not get? Why does Charlotte not get an advantage the night when she won the Royal Rumble? Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But I liked it. I liked her coming out. I liked uh, Bianca on NXT this week coming out, <laughs> and and it, it was just so random. Like it was in the middle of a match. When she, she didn't even touch out. nobody. She was like, oh, hey, hold on, like hold on, like you can, I'm gonna, you can hit, him with the, hit him with the Kanye. He wants Taylor Swift. Look, I'm gonna let you finish right there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, you don't even go here. That was funny. <laughs> that was that good. you don't even go here was funny. It was a little silly that Chelsea and and Caden Carter just kind of like stood there looking at her, like waiting for her to leave and then resume their match and had a regular like trade of pins. You were like, wait. But everybody was just coming out when they felt like it that night. Like Choppa Choppa comes out like Hold on, like, wait. Austin Theory was like, I got a match schedule. He was like, not tonight. What the fuck you mean? This is my time. Did you not see the run sheet? What the fuck are you covering? He can do this whole thing. I got to get rid of Johnny Gargano. Austin Theory, like, get the fuck I'm not even part of the roster yet. Come on. I'm trying to get a job. And he even, like, would come in once, and then he'd get, like, tossed away, and then he'd kind of, like, finish, then he'd kick him again, and then he'd finish what he was saying, and then, like, then threw his ass I'm like, so that don't count as my job. You know, <laughs> my, you know is that my, that's my performance about now? I, I love the segment. What did you guys think about the idea of him saying that um, that in order to get things right, Ciampa, there needs to be no Johnny in NXT? Um, I find it hard to believe they're going to be doing like a loser leaves town match between two guys who are the who have, faces of the company? Who are the faces of the company and have openly they said, never I'm not going to leave this roster. I'll quit before. Yeah. 
yes, that does add to the match technically because you go like, well, shit, like who's going to actually lose then here? If but they go that route. If they go that route. Well, I mean, you'd think if one of the guys is saying he's going to remove I'm, the other guy from the promotion that, that – I just really don't need this again. I just really – like – Thank you. Can I, can I get I'm some? glad. Yep. Yeah, no, that's where I was going to get to. That's where I was going to get to. It's, it's just like it's just we did this. Are you a that, bunch of times? Are and you also that lost on what to do with a lot of people on your roster that you're about to put former main rosters as most of your champions? Because you're going to put that belt on Finn, Val- Finn Balor. You're going to do that. You're going to give Charlotte the NXT Women's Title. Who Keith Lee may be the only person that keeps an NXT title. That's an NXT person. Well, Here's what I've been thinking lately, and I've been thinking this all day because I rewatched NXT to, to to try and like figure out what it is, and you know it's 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 it almost feels like all these things that we're watching right now, to a certain degree, they've been doing these things for a, over a year now. Like Undisputed Era, I love. I think they're a great stable. But they've been doing the same thing for over a year now. Mm. They've been literally doing the same opponents, <clears throat> same shtick, same everything for over a year now. Yes, awesome matches. Adam Cole's been killing his champ, but he's been he, there has not been this like character arc. It's been the same character from all four of those guys for a year now. You know, maybe longer. You know, for you know the 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 um, Keith Lee side of things, the next North American Championship. Yes, it's nice that Keith Lee is there. But we have seen some incarnation of Keith Lee, Dijakovic, <laughs> Damian Priest, yeah. and Killian Dane so much now that I ought and, – and, and Keith Lee and Dijakovic had an outstanding show-stealing yes, match at TakeOver. That's how you opened the show. I but, groaned and then, on yes. NXT when they said they were going to do another one. I said, no, that, in my head, that was the <laughs> no, end no, of it. No, no, the, the only way you do it, and I thought about this too. Because he was like, we can fight forever. And Regal was like, no, you're not going to fight forever. You're going to fight for 30 minutes. Give him an Iron Man match. I just, That's the I, only I, way you can My end. problem is is that AEW it feels fresh. And we're going to get into it. But AEW is not something that feels like you've seen this for a year. Like, yeah. you know, like they're up against someone who they are coming. They are going up against a guy, a, a group of guys who are preparing to go up against WWE. Like, I heard Cody in an interview today where he straight up said, like, if it were up to me in the next few years, we would be moving Dynamite to Monday nights to go against Raw. Like, like they're they're gunning. Like, they're, they're, they're hungry. They've got chips on their shoulders. And they're presenting you, something that we haven't seen in a while. feel it's the fact that maybe Triple H and them don't trust a lot of the, the guys they have in the PC? To that doesn't bring. make any sense. Like, some of the guys, they have the star no, no, power got, there. They've got Matt Riddle. They've got Adam Cole. They've well, got that's why they threw them to the, you know, they took Matt, Matt Riddle and say, hey, we're going to do something with UMP done. Lightning in a bottle, like uh, Beth Phoenix said, New Age Outlaws, it worked before. And it's helped a lot. It's because, helped. honestly, the tag division NXT feels so stale right now. Like, grizzled young vets, they're entertaining. Yeah. Forgotten Sons and and uh I like Oni and, and Oni Lorkin and, and Danny Birch. And, but it's just we've they're doing the same thing. They're not I mean even goes there's only so much you can see the same matches, the same people in the same matches without there being a story behind it. It even goes to the title changes. Like it's pretty much expected that if you win the championship, you're probably not gonna lose it until WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. That's why Leo Rush versus Devlin this week, I had such issue with it, because that's what I had issue with it. Match was great. It was so well wrestled, very entertaining. But you go like, from the moment they, the bell rang, you go, well, there's he's not going to lose. lose. He yeah. just won the title. He just like, won, yeah. how about instead of putting him in a banger match, you put him in a banger storyline? Like, 
Give mm-hmm. him a story. Like, all these guys kind of feel storyless to me right now. Like, so let me ask the question. only story that exists right now, it felt, I'm like reading all this. Velveteen and Roddy. Velveteen and Roddy. And that's fucking confusing. I would like to say for the record, Velveteen Dream won me over more than he's ever had. First of all, that goddamn jumpsuit was amazing. You like the jumper. I love the jumper. Okay. And then right before, as the finish of the match, you reveal you have the tights on. Yeah. Because that was the thing. Like, he could have did it any other point. It worked more. It popped more for the finish. Yeah. Going home, you show those tights. That and Roddy works. I think if you take the rest of UE out of it, let that build. Because yeah. when you make those personal grudges, you brought my family into this. It adds an extra element. Here's the thing. I, I'm I'm all for Roddy and Velveteen once the bell rings. Then it's going to I mean, it's great because mm-hmm. they're both super accomplished athletes. I have issue where where because this is a very very vocal buildup, and I'm sorry, Roderick Strong is not a great speaker uh, on the no, microphone. Never, he never he's just, has been. Not his strong suit. He's no. ju- he's just not good at it. Yeah, and great in the ring, great in the ring. But when he opens his mouth, it's something happens. I don't know. But Velveteen is so good at speaking, and in my opinion, this is exposing Roderick a little bit because he's like you got. I mean. It's a two-person thing. As good as as he's going to make it, as good as he's good, like, you know, he, he, this is going to be an amazing serve. Picture perfect. You got to hit the ball back, you know, and Roderick can't, hasn't really been able to do that. When you you made this personal, it's like I've heard this promo from everybody going back to, like, the 80s, you know, yeah. like when it was Rick yeah. Rude and, and Ultimate Warrior, you know, or yeah. is it? it's like it's I've seen it before. You yeah, know? but that's the thing, too, like – when also, like, why would you get mad if you saw a guy do that? You'd be like, why'd you pay that money to have my wife's face airbrushed on your pants? I mean, I get why he's mad, but it's like... <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't do the wife's face. He did the whole family. Which, by the way, that is some payment you made to somebody. And by the way, they made the kid look so funny in it. Like, I the guess kids, they did. The kid looks hysterical <laughs> in it. But it's... If you do this, again, there's a lot of guys that get signed from the indies that are great in-ring talents. When, but forget we forget that the WWE is not just about your in-ring ability. Nope. It's what can you do on the mic? And Roderick Strong needs a mouthpiece. And I know you're trying to build this with him being angry because it's personal, but like you said, it exposes him. He can't cut this promo the level Velveteen Dream does. Yeah. And what he kept doing during the match in itself, first of all, the, I love the, the print shades and everything. The way he does it, it keeps getting in his head. Yeah. And, yeah, you're going to have that bell go off. Roderick Strong does what he does. But – what happens? So, what happens to Roger Strong if you break him off from you? I that, I was literally thinking about that this morning. He doesn't. There's no way they break him away. It's like he, he doesn't if even. If anyone have, gets broken away from Undisputed Era, it's gonna be Kyle O'Reilly. But like I'm saying, like if if say Undisputed Era not broke away, say they just got rid of it, like it just imploded. Mm-hmm. There's no more Undisputed Era. He would be struggling. Yeah, that, I mean, like remember he was. Remember before, he was kind of. He yeah. was. And like and this and. And this, I like that thing they did with him, where they kind of like told you who he was. I thought it did the best they ever done for X, him to face, and it still was he was he was an X amount of years of being in the hottest stable in, in NXT, and it still hasn't done anything for him. And I'm sorry, he's going to lose his entrance. Like the he, he if the the although he did have a cool theme song when the he, boom like that thing like true. I, yeah. By although the way, I remember he had a cool entrance when he when he was. Before Undisputed Air, to my the theme, but other than the theme, like what does he do? I'm trying to remember now. It's been so, it's been so long. I don't know. I've been in this. Long... I loved the theme song. I yeah, I liked his old theme yeah, song. But I, I like his old theme song. It's just if you take away Undisputed Air from Roderick, he's nothing. He definitely is struggling without without Undisputed Air. Yeah. I completely agree with you. That's why I saw a lot of people today when I suggested that Kyle be the one that they 
they have breakaway from the group to turn face. Everyone was like, no, Roddy, Roddy. No. And I was thinking, not to turn no face. No way. I was like, what are you talking about? Here, here's the problem, too. If, you know, everybody's going to say Adam Cole is the most charismatic after what we saw on SmackDown when they were doing the whole build-up to Survivor Series. If you look at Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, where do they go outside of the Cruiserweights and 205 Live? Not, not they're very, they're all four. All four of them are, are small. All four of them are small. That's yeah. why well, I got nervous when they said when he said Johnny. I need to make Johnny leave NXT because I thought to myself Johnny would be sent to two hundred five live. They're all going to two. The majority of them will go to two hundred five live. And everybody keeps saying, "Look how talented they are." No, look at how small they are. Yeah, and it's just being realistic. It's not hating. It. It's not trying to downplay it. It's how Adam Cole looks small next to Daniel fucking Bryan. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan is not big. No. I mean, it, it was it was going to be a funny image when that when originally when we thought that the Survivor Series main event was going to be Brock and Adam and the Fiend. I don't think anyone <laughs> right. ever actually thought that was going to happen. But that, but for that, that idea of like, wait, that would have been the funniest <laughs> image ever. Like scary ass big Fiend, Brock Lesnar and Adam Cole, baby. Although Ricochet <laughs> is in a title match now, so I it's mean, a one on one with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. We had AJ Styles, and we saw what that what happens. How okay. much bigger is Ricochet than Adam Cole? He's way bigger than that. Is he? Yeah. I'm, I, don't I, I don't know. I'm not saying he's Even not. Even if you look muscle definition-wise, he's bigger than Adam Cole. And we've seen the, the size comparison with Ricochet standing next to Brock. This we've said Adam Cole's six foot. No, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. The, I'm six foot, and I look down on him. No way. How, why do you look down on Adam Cole? Oh, oh. But how dare you? Is that just what it says on his superstar stats on .com? Well, because of course. No, I know. That's why I'm at. Yeah. But, but I, by the way, I don't know why, but the boom for him works. But when everybody does it, it's so funny. Because it like, just goes like this. That's funny. But yeah. when Fish and, and O'Reilly, O'Reilly do. <laughs> they go, and that's one of those and that's one of those implosions you see coming we're just your lackeys yeah right? we're your lackeys all right let's move into AEW here okay. um because i think we kind of felt the same way about nxt as a whole and i think we kind of covered it all they kind of stumbled this week yeah they I stumbled like they this may, week. and i don't know if it's because aw put so much effort into this atlanta show also real quick who the hell becomes velveteen dreams partner because at the end of the match, you have Velveteen go over and then to get jumped. Who are you going to pull? Some random-ass people? All right, Damian Archer, come on out. It's going to be the Broserweights. You still need one more. <laughs> <Show me. laughs> you, still, you still need one more. <laughs> what's, the, what's his face that keeps changing his character, but still they don't do anything with him? Um, long Like... Like Kona t- Reeves. Kona Reeves. <laughs> He's Kona, the fourth. The one, that, the one that got his ass whooped in less than no. two seconds by Keith no. Lee. <laughs> Get him out of there. Uh, okay, so AEW started off with this tag team battle royal. And as fun as this was, um, for me, it was hard to overlook that a lot of it looked choreographed. I felt like there were just so many teams standing around. And just, just waiting. waiting outside of the ring. Outside <laughs> of the ring, in the ring, standing in the corner. And it was like, at least... Because I didn't, because I, I, when the Dark Order, those two guys for the Dark Order were in the corner, and they were, first, they, they were, I forgot who they were first, and then I see them in the corner of the screen, and they're putting the mask on, I was like, you're supposed to do that before you walk out. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I forgot that they were Dark Order people. But I, uh, It was also weird to have Raven just sitting there with the Dark Order. And nobody and acknowledges nobody it. But then, it, but then social, on social media, the AEW, social media who acknowledged it. So then I was thinking, did the social media team mess up? Did commentary mess up? 
What was going on? What if Matt Hardy is? What if it doesn't? What if Matt Hardy just comes and he's? It's a red herring and he's not the exalted one. <laughs> Which, I, 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 saying, let down. I kept saying it. What if it's you keep saying it? It's Christopher it's, Daniels. Yeah. I keep, what if it's Christopher Daniels? That'd be if, such a bummer. What, what what I, I had a, like a, I had a, like a fifteen minute conversation with a friend today where he was like, "I'm pretty sure it's Christopher Daniels," and I was God, like, are "I'm we, pretty sure it's Matt Hardy." So is this if we were old enough when the ministry, the the, the yeah. higher powers, this is what it felt like? Yes, it was. So does that mean Tony Khan is actually the exalted I'm one? Out. I'm out. I'm out. Thank y'all for having me on the show. It's me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to catch this stunner? <laughs> um, but I, regardless, I like that the Young Bucks won. Uh, they won the tag title shot against Hangman and uh, Kenny Omega. I thought Revolution. they weren't going to f- for a second. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to lose again. <laughs> I was going to be frustrated if that was going to be so the case. It was at some point they were like, uh, listen, we can't keep losing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think finally Tony must have something backstage of like, hey, let's have you guys win now, Matt. The elites are ke- kind of crushing it right you now. Know, because of the focus of the show. Weird how that it's awesome. that's good for called all elite wrestling. Like the elite would be a focus of the and show. And that's why the, that that tag team match is the elite. No matter how we play the whole, you know, Hangman Page says he's not part of the elite right now. It's all the fucking elite in a four. It's a it's a focus match. And it even played well at the end when they were pulling you know, later in the show when they were pulling after Kenny. the Hangman yeah. and Kenny match when they were just pulling on on Kenny Omega. I liked it. Um... I, I I also I enjoyed Nyla Rose's promo. I thought that since the AEW Women's Division has been something that people have not been super into, I like that we've got a champion who's cutting promos, who is a dominant. And by force. the way, when she came out with the belt and her pyro and she was like that, I was like, that's powerful. Totally, totally. Well, the exact same way. Yeah, I thought she looked. I, I was something I didn't even. Uh, for some reason, that stood out to me. Just that. I don't know why. But well, it, it was a look we needed to see. As a champion, we for for weeks, months, we've had Rio, who was ninety one fucking pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't look like okay, she's a champ. If she just comes out, smiles. Like, why is this? School, why is this child? Yeah, champion? go to the ring. That's it. Mm-hmm. You have Nyla Rose now, Pyros. You're like, oh, that's somebody to beat. Okay, yep. you have to beat her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just looking real like. Yep. Your mommy coming to pick you up later? It's not like that. Yeah. It's like you have to literally beat her. She even dressed real like a child. Like her, <laughs> her, like her gear was very childlike. Oh, yeah, super childlike, uh, totally. And I also think that Chris Statlander, um, to, in my opinion, is someone who is going to get the people behind her. Like I think the fans – It could work. She resonates with the fans. People mm-hmm. are into it. Um, so I like that she got she's getting involved now too. And same for Big Swole. I think that – I. I I think she'll get better. I, the big swole. I, I, I like what she's presenting. Mm. It was a little, it was a little awkward when she first came out and she was like motioning things without saying anything. You're like, there's a ca- there's a microphone camera right there that you can talk. Like you're not in the ring where they can't hear you. And then she finally started like talking shit to Nyla Rose right at the end. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm in it because at first she was kind of like just quietly posing. Well, in she's got to show why she's why she's big swole. I guess because I'm swole as hell. That's is what, that she, what she was. Maybe you let her have those muscles and let her have that moment. Maybe. <laughs> no, when she started talking, though, I was like, I know, yeah. no, I got you. Once she started like talking shit, it was like, oh, she's not miming talking shit. Like, yeah. She's actually talking shit now. I'm into this. Um, so I like that they were going with that. But um, you got to also remember, this is a lot of people's first time doing actual TV. Totally. That's why I laughed because I was like, because <laughs> she's so used to, to doing that in the ring where she can mimic saying something yeah. and it looks okay. Because it's there's not a microphone not right, a there, mic right there, but she did that when there was a mic right there, and I laughed in my head. I was like, "No, there's a microphone right there." Like, 
like, now you speak. Like, you got to remember, again, a lot of these people never have totally. done re- re- live TV on top totally, of Totally, totally. And honestly, that's one of those things where you just learn after that. Yeah, like, you so you, you probably can't. saw that, realized it, and it probably won't happen. I can't again. wait till we get to the cage match because there's one part that's not the cage match itself, but I remembered it because it was a female involved. Well, we're almost there. <laughs> uh, so then we had uh, Jeff Cobb and John Moxley. And I thought they did a great job making uh, of Jeff Cobb seem strong. Like, yes. like He didn't look weak in defeat. Uh, he busted out cool stuff. Um, seemed like a player. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I like that a lot. Um, and also, man... They are, we've said this a million times on here, but they're just doing everything right with Darby Allen. They're doing everything yeah. right with Darby hey, Allen. He just, he just rolls on down the ramp. In a mesh shirt and a blue suit. And a tie. And a tie, and you're like, I'm into this. And wait, the inner circle just looks. He throws <laughs> the damn skateboard. You're like, what? That was the, It was just because I get it. I get what it is, but everybody's just stuck in the moment. I, I also liked that... It, and this might be such a weird thing for me to have pointed out here. I felt like if it were WWE, his skateboard would have said Darby Allen on the bottom of it. It would have been like, he's a skateboarder. You know, like Everything it would have been to Darby. To Darby beat it over your head. I like that he came out with a Baker skateboard, like probably the skateboard that he actually skateboards <laughs> with, you know, in a weird outfit that he probably would actually wear he somewhere. He probably wore that to the you arena. Know, like he probably wore that to the arena, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we like all this. Go, go ahead, kid. You know, and so like send Darby. Yes, <laughs> I like that. You know, he he used the skateboard as like a weapon to a certain degree. Billy Gunn is in the back. You see what he wore. <laughs> it was Billy Gunn knows a thing about mesh shirts. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. That like, is the first. Honestly, that was the one image I had when he came out in mesh. I'm like, that looks like something Billy Gunn was pumped about backstage. Billy he was like, like, yes, you bring the mesh shirts. Know they back? still made those. Where did you get it? <laughs> He's like, wait, we're allowed to wear mesh shirts again? They, they I know I'm wearing a dynamite next week. They're bringing Dunkaroos back. <laughs> and I can wear my tie and look professional. I know what I'm doing. God damn it. <laughs> next week, he's the exact same outfit in all pink with little lips all over it in a mesh shirt. Uh, I, I want to see that. Um, Push Billy Gunn. Give him the belt. <laughs> give Billy Do the it. damn belt. I'm I'm with that. Have you seen how Jack that guy is? He looks incredible. Every time horse. Anytime they put him in a battle royal, he looks better than anybody in the <laughs> he ring. Because you look around, you're like, uh... That's why they don't put him in that much stuff anymore, because they know him. Like, well, he looks way too big next to everybody. <laughs> he's massive compared to the rock. He's bigger than Wardlow, probably. Yeah, and Wardlow, no they're, like, hyping as, like, the big guy. Everybody stands around Billy Gunn, you're like, oh, those are all children. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get into the cage match. I want to talk about it before we run out of time here, because I'm probably going to get in trouble for going long from Collider, but I we had so many things to talk about here. Um, I loved this cage match. Um, you know, I don't know if it was the blood. I don't know if it was just it was a, a great match. old school vibe, but it really, like, similar to Cody versus and Dustin. Wardlow came to play. He did. Yes, Wardlow, he did. Ca- Wardlow had a huge task ahead of him that he had. Horrifying task. Horrifying task. You had the, first match. You had the first match. First cage maybe, match in AEW. Right. Main event was one of the Cody was, <laughs> And Cody was like, you know this is important to Cody. You're in there with a the guy who was not only. In Atlanta. Ugh. So much important things that were like so much pressure. I, don't, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have slept. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? He owned it. He looked like a badass in the ring. Did cool offense. He did a swanton bomb. Well, he did a swanton. Dude, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because I was like, this big six foot three, probably only five ten. This six foot three, but we're doing a swanton. I was like, okay, like you said, he came to play. Yep. He came to make sure that look, you're not gonna regret holding me this long and to finally using me. And when you use me in a spot that needs to be utilized, 
boom. Yeah, it was like it was yeah, huge test that he passed a flying color. Which, by the way, isn't a test that is given ever. No. It's no, <laughs> you don't usually. Well, I mean, back in the day, like you'd see like a guy, like a, like I feel like you'd see like a, like a, like a Zeus kind of guy where he was like no, he came in like a Hulk Hogan. Where nah, like, well, Zeus see, it was at least in a movie before. Right, yeah. Built up from the movie, you ain't seeing nobody just come in and when they finally have your debut match, it's the main event in a steel cage on a show that they've been hyping so much. But isn't that exactly how Zeus debuted? Against one of the heads of the company. But isn't that how Zeus debuted? He opened up the uh, cage on Saturday Night's Main Event. Yeah. So the uh, cage opened. So oh. technically, it was the same comparison. It was. It, but <laughs> but he, had, he, said he had Macho Man to carry him throughout and the match. Sucked. Yeah. Yes, Tiny <laughs> Lister was not a wrestler. He was barely Debo. Uh, hey, I respect <laughs> Debo. <laughs> He's going to come beat your ass. I know, right? That motherfucker's still big. Oh, oh. oh, yeah. I never. Oh, man. What's his name? Uh, Tiny, Lister. Tiny Lister. Yeah. Oh. yeah again, Scary a man. man. Big name Tiny. That's just terrifying. <laughs> um, but, and not only. But can I say what I thought yeah, was absolutely. really funny? Was when. So, first, Cody rises up from the ground. And has all the pyro that they have As left. He does. <laughs> They're like, we need to just fire everything. Just because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it looks like. But I laughed because when Arn came out through the tunnel, because yeah. Arn doesn't rise up with him. And but then Brandy came out, but the re- her reaction was so funny because she's like, I'm not Nightmare Collective anymore. That's a, that's a, that's it made me laugh so hard because like, with Cody. <laughs> she might as well Roddy doing like this there pointing at the other guy. Like she was like, hey, I'm not doing that goofy shit anymore. <laughs> and the fans, the fans even clapped. The fans were like, yay, we don't we don't want that. <laughs> no, I saw someone point out how they were like, God, that was the quickest turnaround ever that people just totally accepted and were cool with. Because like, they didn't want it. They were no, like, we just, like you, but we don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> they were like, listen, we're going to be with you. Make us be with you. Um, you know, I just the the I also feel like the 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 added stipulation of like going old school where it's like it's pinfall submission only did help the match. I hate the climbing out of the cage. I love thing. that when they said that that's the only way to win. I was like, thank you because it's always the escape the cage, escape the cage. So it's like when you hear that, you're like, oh. Because in a real fight, wouldn't it be like, oh, like wouldn't you just we like we would look at each other and be like, okay, well I'm just let's try to <laughs> the fucking door. We would never right. We would never. Like, who can would, climb this cage the fastest? Right, yes. Opposite sides going to cage. That's all you would do. Nobody has an actual fucking match in his real life, and so to make it pinfall submission, it made it better. But can we talk about Cody's moonsault? Of course. That thing was so crisp and beautiful the way he did it. And I but love he, that he's afraid of heights, too. But he kicked And he piss. got back up there. Yeah, I know. He still does every time. He's but he the third time he's done it, right? No, he, I'm saying, down, he kicked the piss out of Wardlow. Oh, he climbed yeah. back up. That, no, yeah. he climbed back up after he won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like Wardlow did a good job of catching him. Yeah, but he <laughs> that leg caught him all in the face. <laughs> he was just like, oh, <laughs> count three, count three. <laughs> Because who are the other ones he did it against? Road Dog, Kurt and, Angle, and Kurt Angle. Yeah. No, he did it against that oh, indie that match. Indie Kurt, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where Kurt Angle just moved. Kurt Angle was like, <laughs> I'm, not, "I'm not taking that." Which was also, I remember, intense. Kurt week. Angle's like, "Not on my neck." All the famer. Respect to Dusty, but no thanks. Um, but yeah, you know the, you know, I, Cody is just you know he grew up watching WCW, so you know he he gets the old school vibe of things and he is I mean similar to the Dustin match like he he knows how to evoke those old school emotions out of you um and and the blood does help I'm sorry I, I probably should it was a really good it, but I, I loved that um JR said he's got a cut like right out of his hairlines like 
<laughs> you let us know exactly what this is. I'm like, no, so like he cut it with a razor blade. Yeah, it's like no, that's where it's because they do it there so they could hide where the incision is. Like that's they do that on purpose. <laughs> right, Jr. So. had some moments last night where he was like, he like was like asking about Chris Statlander's gimmick, and then and then uh, Excalibur started to explain what the gimmick was, and in two seconds, Jr. was like, no, I wish I hadn't asked that question or whatever he said. He was like, no, yeah, okay, it was cool. Something else, Jr. did on commentary. I'm trying to remember because I, I remember turning around a cake looked, thing. Yes, <laughs> they were like they pie faced her. He was like, "Why can't it be a cake face?" Like I like cake. Some people like cake, and then they were like, "Okay, calm down, well, Jr." Do you know why he said that? No, you know because he t- you you thought he was just wanted to be cake. Kinda. No, he thinks everybody listens to his podcast. Is uh, that like a thing from his he podcast? He calls weed birthday cake. Oh, it's like a thing now. He has a T-shirt about it and everything. Oh, didn't know that one. Well, that's why I'm saying I don't think God, you should have done that. That was deep, Jesus. Well, that's what it is. But it was a weed reference, so cool. All right, <laughs> now I like it. I mean, I liked it before. Anyway. Yeah, no, he was like that. He, that was him and Bobby Heenan's code name for uh, when they wanted to go smoke. Go and get get some cake. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I never in a million years thought Jim Ross smoked weed until Jeez. I started listening to his podcast. I, start, I probably thought dealing with the king, goddamn Jerry won't come on get out. <laughs> he just seemed like a good old boy, you know, like where he that like like where he like wouldn't be down. Like Smoke the devil's lettuce and uh, some funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> By God, uh, but yeah, By great God. great main event uh, between Cody and Wardlow. Uh, those two guys absolutely killed the whole car, the, the night was great. It was a great, very night. entertaining night. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E. Uh, check in network, N-T-W-R-K, every day for different drops and fun stuff. Um, if you're in L.A. going to that uh, get that Juggalo Fest or whatever for ICP, I'll be there this weekend shooting content for our network drop that we have coming up with them. Don't sound so... May or may not be... Don't sound may, so embarrassed by I'm it. I'm not embarrassed by it. I just, I'm going to be a fish out of water. I don't know, I don't know anything about it. Just, just paint your face up. Drink some Fago and you'll fit right in, man. There it is. Family. Family. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to chant family. I mean, you already handled it. So I mean, yeah. that's how you're supposed to do it when it's a juggalo thing. <laughs> Jay, where can we find you on the Twitter, internet? Instagram, at Mr. J Washington, M-R-J-A-Y. You should know how to spell Washington. The Mad Titan Podcast, everywhere you get your podcast from, it gets you caught up on everything happening in the Marvel and DC live-action cinematic universes. March 7th, I am at Amped Up Wrestling for Compton Mania 3. Uh, 1405 South Center Street in Compton, California. Doors open 730. Bell time is at 8 p.m. Yes, it is in the hood in Compton, but it is a good fun time, and it's it gets the community involved. And so see me, and I'm wrestling uh, Robert Baines. Nice. So I'll be in the ring against uh, Baines again. Man so. formerly known as the Hobo. Yeah, we did a, a triple threat match the show before, and the dude, the other guy that was in the match, we were like, no, I feel like we just, like, you're here. Okay. Because <laughs> we just did everything, and so... They decided to put us in a one-on-one, so I'm excited for that. Nice. ProWrestlingSheet.com, that's where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet, that's where you can find the video of this show and other video content that we put out. Uh, also, make sure you subscribe to the video, subscribe to the channel while you are there. Uh, like the videos, comment. I read them all. I appreciate it very much. Uh, I know some of you liked my rant from last week. So uh, keep the comments coming. I appreciate it very much. But if you want to listen to the audio, then make sure you go search for Wrestling Sheet Radio on all the biggest podcast platforms. And also you can find me every once in a while on WWE Backstage. It airs Tuesday nights on Fox Sports 1 at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt. Keep your eye on the sheet.
Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 